This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will take away the hassle of distributing your podcast. They do it themselves. You can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, your podcast will be there for you to hear. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have three listeners and still get paid to do your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Make your podcast today so the whole world can hear your weird voice. understand the reluctance on some people's part to not embrace uh, medication. I totally get it. It's a weird concept. Most people can't really wrap their heads around the idea of needing to take something for the rest of their lives in order to feel normal. I get that. I get the idea that that's weird. I get the idea that that's not desirable. It's not fucking desirable to me. And I've been on medication for four years now. And prior to that, I was on medication on and off since I was 18. So I fully understand the reluctance to embrace it with some people. You know, I get it. Sometimes you feel that... uh, Self-medicating is easier. I certainly felt that way for a few years, you know. I would get high. That worked for a while, but then started backfiring. And, you know, (laughs) turning into more panic. Getting high actually turned into more panic because I felt like sometimes 
or get too high because I've built up such a tolerance, then I would have to smoke so much, then I would inadvertently get way too high. Which is not fun if you're smoking weed. You want to get high and have a good time. You don't want to fucking panic more. The fuck is that? So then I quit smoking and drank a little more. Drink. I still drink now, but now it's purely recreational. You know, it's... I enjoy drinking now to have a good time. Whereas I used to drink to numb thoughts. And sometimes it works. I will wholly admit. Sometimes it really works. You have a drink or two. You're calm. You're not thinking about whatever the hell you were thinking about earlier in the day that was making you crazy. But then, you know, the drinks wear off and you make up, make up. (laughs) You wake up in the middle of the fucking night panicked. At least that's what happened to me. That's what would regularly happen to me. Which, again... You want to, like, have fun with alcohol, you know, responsibly for any uh, children that are listening to this episode. You want to have fun at, like, fucking parties or at home with your friends or with your significant other. You just want to have a drink and chill out. You don't want to fucking... Wake up in the middle of the night and feel fucking crazy. So, you know, what do you do after that? What do you do after the self-medication wears off? What do you do when it's just not enough anymore? In my case, you know, you start trying out different antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds. You know, I started off with the uh, with the baby Prozac. Then I moved on after that didn't really help. I mean, it helped for a little while. Um, it was... It was fine. Uh, It didn't really help my worst episodes, but kept me pretty even keeled. But then I went from Prozac to Cymbalta, and Cymbalta's fine. It's nice. Um, It helped, but it had had a few side effects that I wasn't a fan of, namely, uh, you know, sexual side effects. Not a fan of taking, uh, you know, three hours 
to uh, complete my business, if you know what I'm saying. I'm sure you do. So, you know, that's something that you got to think about. Some, some of these, most of these medicines have like a sexual side effect. Some of them have other side effects that you're just not aware of until you start taking them. But that's what is, I think, good about medication when it comes to mental health is you can test them. I went through a few and then with my most recent therapist, the one that is like actually diagnosed me with what is really wrong with me, finally got me on medication that is beneficial. And I'm not blaming any other therapist I've been to for not diagnosing me correctly. I mean, I'm sure to them, I just seem like your run-of-the-mill depressed kid, you know? Who the fuck knows, oh, this guy has, like, full-blown panic disorder. You know, you want to think, like, oh, it's it's not that bad for this kid. Maybe he's just depressed. I don't blame them for that, but it is nice that I finally got what I needed. And maybe, you know, and maybe medication, any, maybe medication isn't for you at all. Maybe therapy, maybe talking, maybe getting to the root of your issues. Maybe that is what actually helps you. And that's great. That's fantastic. Some people don't want to feel like (laughs) even keeled for the rest of their lives. Some people want to feel the highs and lows of emotion and feelings and fears. I personally don't. That shit sounds awful, and it was awful when I was not medicated. It was a whole lot of just fucking everyday nightmares. Too much. Too much emotion, too much feeling, too much thinking. I'm very happy to just have, you know, (laughs) your normal amount, I guess, of terrible thoughts, scared thoughts, anxious thoughts, panic thoughts. The idea of... Willingly throwing myself back into the deep end of feeling and thinking everything makes me just, it makes me really anxious. I'm talking on my podcast and I'm making myself (laughs) feel anxious because of what I'm talking about. Isn't that fucking nuts? I don't, you know, I, I'm not here to play the 
errand boy for the pharmaceutical industry, you know. Lord knows those motherfuckers, quite a few of them, if not all of them, are corrupt as shit. But some of the products they have are helpful. You know, you can't deny that. I can't deny that. I uh, personally, you know, love the product Sertraline. It's changed my life. It's made me bearable. It's made me, it's made my own brain bearable for me. But I also at the same time understand not supporting the fucking predatory pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, this isn't an, this shouldn't, and I hope it doesn't come off as an advertisement for pharmaceuticals. I can only speak about my personal experience with one single pharmaceutical and it really helps helps me it helps me live my life at a normal pace but maybe that's not something you desire you know maybe some maybe there are a lot of people that love living their lives at a fucking anxious jacked to 11 pace and that's fine that's great if that's how you want to live that's great Listen to me, I sound like a fucking, like, like I'm trying to be a philosopher about fucking medicine. I'm not. All I know is if you're afraid of medication, and I get it, if you're afraid of it, just give it a try in the kiddie pool, you know? Step into the shallow end. Try something low. And just try it. It might help you, and it might not. And then you'll know. You'll know if it helps. You know, within the first couple of months, it gets into your system, and you'll know. And if it doesn't help, if you don't see any change then fuck it, you know? No harm, no foul. It'll go back out of your system. And then you can try something else. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be a lifelong commitment if you don't want it to be. I still wrestle with the fact that I want it to be a lifelong commitment for me, but I also think about what the hell that means. Am I going to have to take these two slightly off orange pills once a day for the rest of my life to feel okay? Yeah, I am. But I also think I'm fine with that. I also think it's worth it. So, I don't really know how else to... Um, I don't know how else to put it. 
it feels worth it for me. It really saved my life. And I mean that literally. <laughs>